The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen just as it has been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So this feast of the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, is an ancient feast, as is the title, uh, which goes all the way back. We can look even in in the year 431, the Council of Ephesus, for all those history buffs out there, uh, was when uh, she was proclaimed officially Mary, uh, Mother of God. Now, they didn't pull pull it out of their sleeve. That was from a tradition that had been since the beginning of the church. So we already get a sense of the place that Mary had since the very beginning of the, the, her place in the heart of the church since the very beginning as this, the mother of the church, mother of our Lord, mother of, of God, as the title is, and, and also mother of all of us, just, just as we heard in the second reading, St. Paul mentions about being uh, calling God as adopted sons, we call God Father. Well, um, if if He's a Father and Mary's a Mother of God, well then Mary is our Mother also. Was so the the logic would go. This title, Mother of God, is also built and enshrined right in the Hail Mary prayer itself. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Okay, so, so that's just a little about the, um, how, how ancient this tradition is, this, um, this devotion um, that, we, that we have. What I wanted to just reflect a little bit with you is do a little bit of a contemplation. If you were here on Christmas Eve or the, the Midnight Mass, we, we did a contemplation of watching Walking with the Shepherds as they received this announcement of, of, of this child to be born and and the gospel picked up right where we left off, the one I just read, picked up right where we left off um, on, uh, at the midnight mass. So the shepherds actually go and they see Mary and, and there. And the line here, and Mary kept all these things in her heart. So Mary is this, uh, is a contemplative. She, she prays on these things. She meditates on these things. She treasures them in our heart. And you can just imagine what it would have been like for her to have the baby Jesus, knowing who it was, not just a baby, which is already just amazing and beautiful, but to have, knowing that this is the Son of God, this is, this is the Savior that we've been waiting for, this is the Messiah, the Anointed One. 
and he's here in my arms, and she would have hours and days and weeks and years just to contemplate that, to be with him. Now, what I want to do is maybe just help us try to meditate a little bit on, contemplate what Mary herself was like, our mother. Now, we, um, I'm sure we've all met holy people, or hopefully you've had the chance to meet really holy people. Unfortunately, they're kind of hard to come by. But the, the holiest people that I'll just use the example that I've ever met were, were some, some nuns, some cloistered nuns in a, in a, in a convent in Assisi. Um, they're sort of being cloistered. They don't go out. They pray. They do adoration. They pray some more. They do the work to keep the house going. And then they pray some more. And they go to Mass. And if you went to Mass where they're going, you wouldn't even be able to see them because they're just completely separated off from the world. It's a, it's a, a foreshadowing of what heaven is like not even able to be fully seen by this world. I got, uh, one of them, of these nuns, was a, a friend, a childhood friend of a priest friend of mine. And so he took me along and said, hey, we're gonna, come here, we're gonna go, I'm going to go visit this friend of mine. And I was like, what? What's going on? And I go into this com- the cloister where hardly anyone gets to go. And it's only because he was a priest and, and they were friends and, and uh, they, they opened up the, the grate there and we're, we're speaking to them. They were from Germany, the nuns plus my priest friend. And so they spoke in German. I don't speak German. So I don't, the only thing I could do is sit there and like look at them and just kind of interest myself in about like wondering what their life was like. But I tell you, those nuns, they were probably, I don't know, somewhere between 25 and 30 years old. And there was, there was three of them there. They radiated. I couldn't get over it. I mean, I'm just sitting there just kind of staring at them. I felt like it's a little awkward. I mean, I shouldn't stare, but, but it just radiated peace and joy and goodness and prayer and happiness. And it's like God's presence was like right there. And I kind of felt like I was mucking it up by just even being there. It's like, oh gosh, God, I'm sorry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here. It's, it's too, that's what holiness looks like. It feels like. Now, those nuns had it, but they weren't perfect. They weren't sinless. Now, just by extraction, we begin to think, well, what, was, what must Mary have been like? She who contemplated our Lord for all those years, who was she who was sinless, who was celebrating the Immaculate Conception. Maybe another approach to think about what Mary would be like. As a mother, we know that we, we look at our own mothers and we can think of some like the best qualities in each of our moms, our, our earthly moms here. And they're not perfect. They have their, their issues, their, their coibles and, and, uh, or foibles. And, but but there's still, there's things that highlight out there just like beautiful, like that's, that's just amazing. And just think about all the moms that you know and the very best qualities of each of those moms that you know, or grandmothers. Now take all of that, distill it down, and not just in some abstraction, but put it in an actual real person that, that just irradiated all of that from all those, but just in the most harmonious, beautiful way. In such a way that it was also not something that would scare you off, but just draw you in. Someone who's so dis, just not even thinking about themselves and just thinking about the person in front of them, you, or thinking about her child, Jesus. 
it's uh, been said by, by others that mothers give the first example or incarnation, you could say, for each of us of something of what the love of God is. When we're, when we're toddlers, when we're babies, we're just held and we got, sorry, I hate to point you out, but that's just like to hold the baby right there is like a sign of, of like what, what God does with us constantly through our whole life and just taking care of us. And, and that's, and so, so Mary was doing that uh, perfectly in just the most complete, wonderful, wonderful way in which you look at it and just say, there's, this is, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing you can add to this because a complete reflection of God's love. Fathers need to help mothers do that and be that. So you're not off the hook. You got, you got to work too. And like Joseph, the most important thing is to pray, keep your mouth shut, and act when necessary. That's what Joseph did. Well, maybe, maybe speak now and again. It'd be okay. Pope Benedict the 16th, who, as I mentioned, just passed away. He's, for those who haven't been keeping up, there's another pope already. It's Pope Francis, so that's, he's still alive. We still have a pope, um, but the, the retired one is the one that passed away. But uh, a great theologian, um, I heard someone else make this comparison. They say Pope Benedict would write theology the way Mozart would write music. It sounds effortless. It's, it's so profound. It's so beautiful. And just comes off and it's just like, I can't add anything to that. It's just, it's just so amazing. He said, this is just, just to make sure I include a Benedict quote here today. Our faith is not an intellectual abstraction. Our faith is not an intellectual abstraction. It needs a mother. Our faith needs a mother. Our church needs a mother to take care of us and nourish us and form us, teach us, shape our hearts, nurture us. In Christ, we have the incarnation of the Father's son, this father figure, this son figure, a brother. In Mary, Sorry, this isn't Pope Benedict anymore, but um, in Mary we have the image of God's maternal love. A perfect reflection. A perfect yes. I did some other reading about Mary's yes from, from Pope Benedict. And, and that's the key. Like, why would she be so beautiful? And why were those nuns so beautiful and just so astounding? It's that yes that she gave to, to God. This complete openness of our heart to receive everything that God wanted to give her. And that's our path to hope and holiness. Open up our heart to receive everything that God wants to give you. And it's the best life that you can have. Now, Mary knows that that's not easy for us, not that it would have been easy for her. And so she, as our mother, and we need this, this heavenly mother to guide us, take us by the hand, she wants to do that for us. She wants to help us to give a yes to God. Because she knows what the joy it'll bring us and the peace and the happiness and, the, and the, the heavenly experience already here on earth that'll give us when we say yes to God. 
So it's so important for us, though, in order to let her guide us and nurture us, teach us, love on us, is to spend time with her. The, um, I wish you would all um, be able to get a snapshot of what the Hispanic community here is like. They have mass at nine o'clock. They just, they, they came and were out as we're leaving as, as you came here. But this, this deep devotion to, to Mary of someone who's always with them, always at their side. I mean, it's built into the culture, obviously. And, and even with the, in, the, in the Hispanic uh, culture, the, the mother figure is so much more important. All, the, all these Latin American countries all have the Blessed Virgin Mary as their patron saint too. And so what, I, what I'd like to invite everyone to do is today, Feast of Mary, Mother of Our God, in addition to jotting down your New Year's resolutions, but more importantly, spend time with Mary. Have you ever just spent time with your mom? Yeah. I just did it yesterday. I was making, doing a puzzle with my mom, and it was, it was great. Just spending time there together, had Christmas music on, putting the puzzle together. And you're, you're like absorbing stuff right there, just being there. So how do we do that with the Blessed Virgin Mary? Well, the rosary is a perfect example of how to do that. And you see the, the, um, the, the Hispanic community here has a great devotion to the rosary. We have this chapel. If you've never been in there, it's a chapel dedicated to Our Lady, to, uh, and there's three different images of Our Lady. Each of them is, is the patron of a, of a different country and um, all the Blessed Virgin. Each, in each of these images, she's holding Jesus right there and she's like looking down at her son contemplating Jesus. So we spend time with Mary contemplating her, contemplating Jesus, contemplating Jesus looking at his mother. And that changes your heart just to be there. And spend that kind of time with her. So I invite you today, if you don't know how to pray the rosary, Google how to pray the rosary. It'll take you somewhere right to, to teach you how. The, uh, I know the Chinese community here has a, has a wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful tradition of after the Mass, every Sunday, praying to, um, to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And you'll notice this statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary where, all the, uh, where, where they pray the rosary right after Mass. It's, it's, it, it's, it has an Asian appearance to her. Her eyes are slightly, slightly slanted and so forth. So it's like incarnated in their own culture. Well, guess what? That didn't come out of nowhere either. You look at the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. What's her skin like? What's well, a little, little brown? She, she actually looks like what an indigenous Indian would have looked like there. So Mary's coming to us wanting to say, no, no, I'm your mother. And I'm here to take care of you. I'm here to love you, to support you. And so you can pour your whole heart out. Ask if, for the, the mothers here to ask her to be a mother to your children in any way that maybe you can't be. She's our heavenly mother. For, for the men to ask her to be the mother of your children as well and, and take care of those ways and, and to, to guide you as, in, as being a father or as a son. If there's family problems and issues, ask Mary to come in and be there and, and bring peace to the family. I remember when my mom would show up when my brother and I were fighting and, and she did, of course, always just appears out of nowhere, just boom, there she is. And like, and like immediately you know. And, and you just realize, this is my brother. I shouldn't be fighting. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have thrown that. 
I shouldn't have broken that. And immediately she brings peace, restoration. So that's who we have, that's Mary, who we have as a mother. She is the mother of each and every one of us. There is not a single person in this building right now in this church that Mary does not love absolutely immensely. She thinks about you way more than you think about her. And she always has and always will. That's what mothers do. And so we thank our Lord for that gift of such a wonderful mother, Mary, mother of God, and our mother too. And we'll close with a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.